Good morning, friends. Today is Tuesday, the 22nd of March, 2022. Um, this is the third week of Lent, third full week of Lent. We commemorate today James DeCoven. Our readings are Psalm 78, 1 through 39, Genesis 45, 1 through 15, 1 Corinthians 7, 32 through 40, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. It's going to be another one of those whirlwind days for us in morning or whirlwind prayer sessions, prayer times, um, because I am running late to get to the gym before work. So we have, have to fit all the things in this morning. Thanks for your patience with me. We open with the responses from Prayers for the World and its People in the Iona Abbey Worship Book. Believing that God made and loves the world, we gather. That it may be reshaped to fulfill God's purposes, we pray. To seek a wisdom deeper than our own thinking, we listen. To honor God who gave us voice, we worship. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our maker. For you are our God and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us worship. Psalm 78 verses one through 39. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching, 
Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known, that our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their children. We will tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of God and God's might and the wonders that God has done. God established a decree in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which God commanded our ancestors to teach to their children, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and rise up and tell them to their children, so that they should set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep God's commandments, and that they should not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. The Ephraimites, armed with a bow, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant, but refused to walk according to God's law. They forgot what God had done and the miracles that God had shown them. In the sight of their ancestors, God worked marvels in the land of Egypt, in the fields of Zoan. God divided the sea and let them pass through it and made the waters stand like a heap. In the daytime, God led them with a cloud and all night long with a fiery light. God split rocks open in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as from the deep. God made streams come out of the rock and caused waters to flow down like rivers. Yet they sinned still more against God, rebelling against God in the desert. They tested God in their heart by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the wilderness? Even though God struck the rock so that water gushed out and torrents overflowed, can God also give bread or provide meat for God's people? Therefore, when God heard God was full of rage, a fire was kindled against Jacob. God's anger mounted against Israel because they had no faith in God and did not trust God's saving power. Yet God commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. God rained down on them manna to eat and gave them the grain of heaven. Mortals ate of the bread of angels. God sent them food in abundance. God caused the east wind to blow in the heavens. And by God's power, God let out the south wind. God rained flesh upon them like dust, winged birds like the sand of the seas. God let them fall within their camp all around their dwellings. And they ate and were well filled, for God gave them what they craved. But before they had satisfied their craving, while the food was still in their mouths, the anger of God rose against them. And God killed the strongest of them and laid low the flower of Israel. In spite of all this, they, they still sinned. They did not believe in God's wonders. So God made their days vanish like a breath and their years in terror. When God killed them, they sought for God. They repented and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered God with their mouths. They lied to God with their tongues. Their heart was not steadfast toward God. They were not true to God's covenant. Yet God, being compassionate, forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Often God restrained God's anger and did not stir up all God's wrath. God remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes and does not come again. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. 
A reading from Genesis, chapter 45, verses 1 through 15. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all those who stood by him, and he cried out, Send everyone away from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, so dismayed were they at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they came closer. He said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years. And there are five more years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. God has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and ruler of over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, thus says your son, Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. You shall settle in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children, as well as your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. I will provide for you there, since there are five more years of famine to come, so that you and your household and all that you have will not come to poverty. And now your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that it is my own mouth that speaks to you. You must tell my father how greatly I am honored in Egypt and all that you have seen. Hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, while Benjamin wept upon his neck. And he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. And after that, his brothers talked with him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 9, the first song of Isaiah. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in God and not be afraid. For God is my stronghold and my sure defense, and God will be my savior. Therefore you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day you shall say, Give thanks to God and call upon God's name. Make God's deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that God's name is exalted. Sing the praises of God, for God has done great things, and this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 7, verses 32 through 40. I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried person is anxious about the affairs of God, how to please God. But the married person is anxious about the affairs of the world, how to please their spouse, and their interests are divided. And the unmarried person is anxious about the affairs of God so that they may be holy in body and spirit. But the married person is anxious about the affairs of the world how to please their spouse. I say this for your own benefit, 
not to put any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and unhindered devotion to God. If anyone thinks that they are not behaving properly toward their fiancé, if their passions are strong, and so it has to be, let them marry as they wishes. It is no sin. Let them marry. But if someone stands firm in their resolve, being under no necessity but having their own desire under control, and has determined in their own mind to keep that person as their fiancé, they will do well. So then... The one who marries their fiancé does well, and the one who refrains from marriage will do better. A spouse is bound as long as their spouse lives, but if the spouse dies, they is free to marry anyone they wishes, only in God. But in my judgment, they is more blessed if they remains as they is, and I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 21, You Are God. You are God, we praise you. You are God, we acclaim you. You are the eternal creator, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy God, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Creator of majesty unbounded, your true and only incarnate, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the sovereign of glory, the eternal begotten of the Creator. When you became person to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the dominion of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, God, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. Jesus left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, Jesus began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is this not the carpenter? the son of Mary and brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. And Jesus could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And Jesus was amazed at their unbelief. Then Jesus went out among the villages teaching. Jesus called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. Jesus ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Jesus said to them, 
Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed all, that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together with the affirmation of faith from the Iona community's daily act of prayer found in 50 Great Prayers from the Iona Community, compiled by Neil Painter. With the whole church, we affirm that we are made in God's image, befriended by Christ, empowered by the Spirit, with people everywhere. We affirm God's goodness at the heart of humanity, planted more deeply than all that is wrong. With all creation, we celebrate the miracle and wonder of life, the unfolding purposes of God forever at work in ourselves and the world. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Will you suffragist set A, found on page 97? Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the, nor the, hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. As a collect, we will use a prayer for Ukraine by Archbishop Justin Welby of Canterbury and Archbishop Stephen Cottrell of York Church of England. God of peace and justice, we pray for the people of Ukraine today. We pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. We pray for all those who fear for tomorrow, that your spirit of comfort would draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war or peace for wisdom, discernment, and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children at risk and in fear that you would hold and protect them. We pray in the name of Jesus, the sovereign of peace. Amen. Now is a great time to pause me and lift up in your heart, whether it crosses your lips or remains in your mind, silent sharing with God. Lift all those whom the Spirit has placed upon your heart for prayer. Circle them in love and hold them in the light. Let us pray together the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. 
and you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The wisdom of God, the love of God, and the grace of God strengthen you to be Christ's hands and heart in this world. In the name of the Holy Trinity, amen.